0: Welcome to the Toffee TV podcast. We have been joined by the PIV. Andy here to give all of his all of his knowledge. Just it, it's We are in January next and time, I think it's now time that we delve in. And Andy's going to tell us every player we should be signing this month. He's got a list. I haven't uh,
1: even prepared, uh, so I haven't, <laughs> I haven't got a list. Really matter, it's all in his brain,
2: he knows it. He knows it.
1: He knows it. It's totally a good new year, and happy new year to you, by the way. A happy new year, fellas. Yeah, mm-hmm. happy new year. It was a nice new year. Quiet, yeah. I think, for everyone. You know, yeah, I me and Everton but, yeah. got it off
2: to the normal New Year's Day performance from the Blues where they ended in a defeat, which is yeah. part of course. Um But yeah, overall, and I think uh, we me and Ped were talking on um a couple of the shows he'd done this week, but an excellent December really for Everton and and even if you include the West Ham game, a positive response from the league's defeat.
1: Yeah, at, at, you know, at the end of the day, we're not going to win every game to the end of the season. We're going to lose. And obviously, it's more the manager, the manner of the West Ham defeat that was the issue. But overall. I, you know, we, we took points from games we never expected. So I thought Chelsea, you know, obviously since since Chelsea, but you know, we beat Chelsea, they haven't been any good. But I thought Chelsea would give us a real game and they didn't. We swept them aside. And I think, you know, I think Everton has shown when they've got the players in the team, the right players that we're, we're capable of beating most I mean, Ped's
2: talked about, and he's right, has talked about the the biggest problem against Carlo he has got between now and the end of the season is finding a balance between the two Different styles we've seen from the team so far this season. We saw very attacking, exciting football in the opening five, four or five, six games of the season. Then obviously we had that a poor spell for a few games, and then we come back with a more pragmatic, more more counter-attacking, defensive counter-attacking style, and that's been very successful of late. But as West Ham proved it on, you know, last on New Year's Day, that when if teams are going to come and mirror what we're doing. Then we have to find a different way to crack that, don't we?
1: We do, yeah. And I, I, I think it's a, a, a blend of the two things. I think playing, you know, full I know Seamus Coleman played, but I think playing fullbacks, you know, centre backs or fullbacks, always going to have pride issues because you can't stretch teams out without having those over, overlapping full-backs, And I don't think Seamus really, you know, played well in that game anyway. But. Oh yeah, I think that that's the key. As Pat said, you know the blender the blend of the need. needed. obviously, it's horses for courses. You need to change your styles, play against. But because we have done so well this season, I think overall, I think teams, most teams, are going to come and sit, you know, sit in against us and keep it tight, especially when they're away from home. So we've got to find that way. and you know, obviously with Hames, Dean, Awobi, and others, hopefully, come and Richardson returns the phone. We'll have we'll have people on the side who can break teams down. But we have to find the way to yeah, a way. We- yeah, it's
0: it's weird that. Um see an Everton team have such a good away record and not the best home records, isn't it You know, and obviously that does come from that kind of style doesn't it of the way that we want to sit in the way we want to play in the counter attack but as you just said there we have to find a new, a new, a new way or another way because um, you've seen with West Ham they'll you know teams will come to Goodison Park and do exactly the same as uh, what we're trying to do to them and it's difficult to combat that. It's all about that first goal, and if you haven't got it in you on the night, and you haven't got that such quality, then you know, you you know, we've got to find both ways if we are serious contenders for you know the top six if we want to be serious contenders. you
1: know, don't be yeah. wrong. I think Everton is still a few players off being you know top four side, but top six. I think that's six spots, and maybe even fifth. You know, a, a, a competitive. You know, I think we we can put if we, if we can get the right results. Obviously, we'll push ourselves in there. I think top four is going to be difficult because I think those teams are, can put together runs of you know five, eight, ten games on the run, when you pick up points. So, it, but at the end of the day, it's all to play for, and it's just finding that consistency. And hopefully, we get a bit of luck after you know, you know, at late January with injuries and Alan comes back and others yeah, as I mean, well.
2: When you look at it, Pat, do you, do you think the top four is beyond ever?
0: Yeah, I do. do I, I do. Just because I think that. When you get to the business end of the of the, um, of the season, I think most teams have a defined way of playing. And they've worked through a lot of the problems. So I look at Chelsea at the moment, and we've just mentioned them. You know, the three points behind us. But you'd like to think that by the time the last 10 games come, they'll know a little bit more about themselves and they've got better players. And I think someone like Frank Lampard, he's working through the season. He's working through... Um, what he's got and, and how it all fits together and I think with good players you find that eventually because they have got good players they might yeah. not be good enough to, to win the league but you find that you look at Man United at the moment the way they're you know they, they are in second place they could go they could go top if they won their game in hand um, or certainly if they beat win the next couple of games because obviously you think you know they've got a game and then they've got Liverpool you look at how that team has come together in the last twelve months, and are all good players. Now you, you do you know, they've they've got a lot of average players, but the good players trump that. And I think for us, we've just got too many average players mm-hmm. to find that. Um, we seen it with Leicester last season, didn't we? And it'd be interesting to see actually how they get get on towards the end of the season, what they will have learned from last season. You know, you can. They've got an identity, and it's what they, for me. It's like they can they keep their players fit. Well, for us, I look at it thinking. Number one, I don't think we've got an identity, and I don't think we've got uh, enough players. So I think I think top four will be very very difficult when it comes to that when it comes to that time. But what I would say on, on the back of that is though, I do feel like Carlo Ancelotti's learning about these players all the time, and is learning who fits where, and you know, uh, and as Andy said there, we do have players to come back, and if they come back at the right time. And he can find that balance, which ultimately is the, the thing, isn't it? The ultimate part is finding that right balance because we either are defensive and we're trying to nick a goal or you've seen us at the beginning of the season where we were free-flowing but we were conceding goals. You've got to just We've got to somehow find the balance and I think, for me, that's going to take players. I don't see the players at the club already. I'm sure, I think we're all probably in agreement with that. I know Andy just mentioned it, but, you know, we're for you and you know we are in january now and i know that as a as a as someone in your line of work january is not seen as a successful time of the year to to buy but do you look at it and think there are opportunities for everton to to get out
1: there in the market Depends who's available, really. I, th- I think it's got to be the right player. I think if Everton can sign someone who was already on the docket for the summer, then by all means, go out and sign them. Because I've, I've said it before, there's you know, Louis Suarez at Liverpool, uh, i met at La Port, at Manchester City and a few others. Came in in January and they, to be, they took a time to bed in, but by the next season, they were ready to rock and roll. And I think I've got no problem. And then I think the expectation from fans, though, I, I, I understand this, is that we need to sign players to push for the top four. and you, you can try that but in most cases it doesn't work off there's quite there's not there's not a lot of players who come in you know overall and you know the hundreds of january transfer when there's a and made a big difference obviously people will mention you know obamiang um, or bruno fernandez jelovic people like that but there's tons who haven't so it's it's a balance really i think the market as well i think if you see for example i said before i come off it the day is that you know for an ismail asar or max aarons I know people at Norwich they yeah. will not sell unless it's well over the value of what they think he's worth because it's the middle of the season, they'd rather get promoted. So, you've got that's why people that tend to have at like Manchester United have to overpay sport in Lisbon. I know it's worked out well for them with Bruno, but they have to overpay on his price. So, it's a difficult one. But if we get the right player, be you know, Baz's favorably on Bailey for the fair price, then yeah, bring him in by all means. But I think Everton, what I wanted to say is that at this point, if we did get fifth, I think that means that we were, you know, with this team that we've got now. I mean We've sort of overachieved really this season. I think sometimes you shouldn't deviate too much from the plan. I think for this season, the, the target was 6th, seven, and then the next season, when we do get those players, I think it was to try and push more to, more to the top four. and I think we should stick on that trajectory rather than try and chance everything because the league's a bit weaker this season. I think you, you, you've got to be smart and not, not, you know, shoot your load too early, if you, if you get what I mean.
0: I, I mean. I don't know where to go from there, but uh, <laughs> no, I mean got me in the eye um it, it, it no that that's a good point though isn't it because it's we've w- where we fell victim internally i think in the last few years is maybe overreaching instead of taking one step at a time and uh, do you agree with andy here? what he says Baz, about being you know looking at maybe the fifth and sixth positions and seeing as progress because it would be progress wouldn't it we haven't spent actually enough money this summer, I know we've spent lots in the last four or five years, but we haven't spent that much this summer to actually justify thinking that we should bet it all on one thing. If if you know what do you know what I mean? We've we've spent really, I think that's about sixty million, 60. something like that. So it's not it's not a figure where you go, oh, we have to get Champions League. It's a figure where you go, this is the first step to breaking into that top four. And that means starting with fifth and sixth, which, if you look at the league at the moment and look at the way we're picking up points, that is achievable.
2: Yeah, uh, we haven't. You're right. We haven't spent enough money to go from twelfth to third uh, in one fell swoop. Albeit, I don't think we were as bad as twelfth last season. I think we dropped the last four, four or five games. We, we dropped no. off, I think. But that's it's, it. Doesn't matter whether you're ninth or twelfth, really. Um, I mean, I understand why people would look at it and go. If we could grab a couple, then that could get us into the top four. Because like I said to you when we done the footy show this week, there's no at this moment in time, there's no indication that this league's gonna settle down. There's mm. three points from, like third to ninth or something or whatever yeah, it is. So, right, yeah. you know, I'm a 17 games in. I know we've only played 16, but a lot of teams have played 17 mm. games. So that's a good sample size, really, to to look at the league and go, maybe it won't settle down because of the way. There's no fans in stadiums mm. and all that. So I get people's points. Everton could quite easily finish in the top four this season if they get the players back from injury. We're talking about how Leicester had coped with injuries or how mm. Spurs had, or whoever. Well, that's the same for Everton. Everton are playing without Hammers in fit. allen has been at one of our best players this season. you know. So there's two. We haven't got Luca Dean, who's quite clearly mm. one of our best. So Everton could, theoretically, gain enough points in the second half of the season to finish in the top four but I think you're both right if we got into the Europa League that would be big progress and mm. it'd certainly be a big tick because we'd be able to then say right we've the manager's been in it'd be 18 months wouldn't it by the summer the manager's been here 18 months we flipped the team from being a team that was middle table because that's what it was we have got them into Europe we brought better players in we go again now we're building again now He's, the players we've brought in have made a big difference. Now, this second phase of bringing people in, can that then make a big difference where we know that Everton are in the hunt for those top yeah. then, top six places? And could we maybe get it a bit better and get top four? But what would be really successful for Everton would be to get into the Europa League this season and to get into the Europa League, stroke Champions League again next season. Yeah, yeah. that would then, I've said to you before, before we start looking at trophies, and I would love that, How about Everton actually putting back-to-back seasons together where they're a team that people are going, Europe, these are a good side, they might do this. Rather than, oh, Everton, have I been good? I Mm. think they'll challenge for the Europa League again this season and we finish 10th. Because that's what's been the pattern since David Moyes left. Good season followed by a poor season, really.
0: Yeah, uh, but what I do think is, though... um, is even though we've got players to come back, I still I'm still very wary of the way we play. I still mm-hmm. don't think the way we play is has been not not a, not not. I know Carlo Ancelotti said in the past he doesn't have a style as such, but I, I go back to that word balance. I just mm-hmm. don't see a balance yet of knowing how we're gonna play. I still don't know. I personally don't know what our best eleven is. you know everyone can go it it looks this looks great on paper but how does it all fit together because before before say Hamas Rodriguez got injured or went out against burnley we were all clamoring for someone else in midfield someone another destroyer someone else who would play deep and allow alan you know more more actually since alan got injured Mm. you know would would that mean seamus coleman that would be seamus coleman right back dean left back of course but we were all sort of trying to find a way to get a balance in the team because Hamish Rodriguez wasn't wasn't seen to be often as anything defensively, or certainly yeah. the team wasn't making up for that. So I still think that's still hanging over our heads because we've gone back. To, we've obviously we've been having to play this uh, defensive unit, but I still feel like that's still there, and mm. that, that to me means players, and that's that that's where I look at it and go. Wouldn't it be great if we could just get one in this 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 window to to get that style so that we could get in. So what would for you? What would that be? Would it be another midfield player, or would it be
2: would it be a right back?
0: No, no, because I think I think a right back would be brilliant. But as Andy just said, there to get a right back in this market now would be you, you'd be asked unless you went and found some kid, which I'm sure Andy already has. But that is like you know going to be the next big thing. Mm. And you're willing to take that chance on a player. You know, Max Adams is it just leaps off the page because it's someone who's been played in the Premier League already. And but as Andy said, they're a title chase uh, a championship title chasing team. They want to mm-hmm. come back in the Premier League. So yeah, they probably would be prepared to sell, but at a big price. It's why it was good that we got Ben Godfrey at the beginning of the season. Yeah. So I look at the right back situation going, it's gonna be a big one there. But I look at the centre midfield situation and think is there something we could do somewhere? You know, is there someone out there that could be a prototype of what we need? And I know this might sound stupid, and Andy will shoot me down. I know the minute I say this, he'll shoot me down. But I'd be tempted to go to Paris Saint Germain and, and ask them, can we take Ghana on loan? Mm. If he's not part of their plans. I mean, what do you think about that, And? Because honestly, I just think if we
1: could. Uh, that's. It's fine in terms of a loan. I've got no issues with you know with loan signings as long as they're not you know you know I'd rather sign twenty players on loan though <laughs> you can't legally, but than sign yeah. like yeah, Sam yeah. Kadira on eighteen month contracts because and I think Ghana will give us something six months and doesn't have to adapt and I think he can step straight in. and and we know what sort of... We get at least a seven and a half, eight out of time. So I've got no problem with deals like that. It's, it, it's all the type of, you know, risky chasing deals like the Sami Kadira's or Josh King's or think Those players would be on the, the fifth midfielder or the fourth winger within, a, you know, within within months as soon as they signed another one. So it, it's mm. it, I don't mind a short-term loan signing if you can get it. It's just got to be the right one. But no, I think, like you said, the two places that it's an either or is just sign a centre midfielder and then you keep Ames on the right or to play Hammers mm-hmm. centrally and sign a right-back, then they, the, I think they're the, they're the two positions that we need to probably upgrade most. I think we, we've we probably got enough. You know we're lacking a, sh- a second striker, but I don't think we should sign a specialist backup striker I think they just sit on the bench. As long as Dom's fit, you might see them in a couple of late games, but it's it's a waste of a wage unless they're versatile. So I think, yeah, a midfiel- if we could get a midfielder on loan you know, a, or a younger one who we could put, get an option to buy on, then, yeah, by all means. I don't think you... You know, I don't think I'm a. I'm a verse Andy, can I ask you about
2: this then? With in terms of the team framework, with Hamer switching into the into what is people would say is Gilfie's role at the moment, yeah. Um, you, do you think Everton could yeah. get away with the with him playing centrally, but with still having someone like Mason Holgate or? Ben Godfrey at right back. So what I mean by that is more defensive structure with those four defenders, but the rest of the team almost more offensive. And do you think? Yeah. What do you think about that?
1: Yeah. I think that I think what it, so at times we've, we've t- switched between a four four two without without put the ball or a four five. I think if Hamers does it? You're probably okay to go four four two because he can just push high and press. You don't have to ask him to track back. He just has to put, yeah. you know, basically block off the passes and, and press really. Whereas if yes, he, he has to play the four five one, then that's sort of he has to be more defending. So I think you can do that, and then you leave the back four, and then you, and then you can allow if Alan sits, obviously, you can still get up and down. If then allows to the core, he can shuffle up the pitch. Obviously, it would be a at right winger, guess, and then an Hammers. Then yes, we have got that firepower that would allow us to do so. So yeah, in the short term, I think obviously it'll change when we sign more players in the summer, but that, I think that would work. Yeah, I think I think you'd still have the cover with a Wobie and with Charles and, you know Wobie's the greatest mm-hmm. defender, but he covers the mm-hmm. fullback much better than than Hammers does. So yeah, I think that would, that would work. Looking at
2: solutions idea, to yeah. what you're saying, because I don't think I honestly don't believe under Karl or we will ever have a style what I think you'll no, no, get, no. what I think you'll get is a better quality of player which means that as long as they play to a framework it'll be I don't want to say off the cuff but that's kind of what it'll be we'll have a defensive structure and your better players will unpick yeah, that... unpick teams because that's generally and what his teams have done haven't they have been that much quality that they've unpicked teams
1: it's yeah it's, it's... He's got principles. I don't think he's got a particular philosophy. Mm. Like, you know, you watch Hassan, they play the same way every game, same system. Carlo's more one that fits his system and and his philosophy to what he's got. But I think, yeah, you're like, similar to Mourinho in the fact that there's a defensive structure and a structure without the ball. But once they go into the final third, then it's relying on those players. To, then, don't be wrong; they do work. They'll work on movements, and, and, and you know they'll do rondo's and the, the way and stuff. But I don't think that it's it's heavily as patterned as say a Liverpool or a, or a Southampton or even other clubs. But I think that's what we call out. always worked. And as I say, the more quality you get in that final, the let's, let's just better.
0: let's just talk for a minute about some of the players we have been linked to because you mentioned Sammy Kadira and we get that age old thing: of He's better than what we've got. He's better than this player. He's better than that player, but we Is he though? I mean, is he better than the is players he? we've got in terms of like? Yeah, okay. People might go, "Oh, Samuel Kudira. He's won this. He's won that. He's won everything." But you know, what what's he, what's he done for the last two three years? And he? he's done. You know, well, he's not played a game
1: since he had heart surgery. Yeah, had a lot of operations. Yeah. <laughs> I, you see, I, th- I th- do you know what I think the more I read into this and speak to, speak to people I think it's him and his agents are just going to the press constantly saying um, in Everton and so it's trying to get other teams to get in now you may sign for Everton for all I know so I, but the issue of the time you I think that this has been a thing that's been out, out on the is, is injury history is four pages long it's worse than Hammers you know, wherever you think of Hammers mm. Hammers is going to miss games by the bye or well, Hammers is mm. 29 and still in his relative peak Sammy Kedira mm. is past his best, and I think people go, Oh, Gareth Barry, Gareth Barry played 3,000 minutes and won the title a season before he came yeah. to Everton. There's a big difference between where they are at the stage, degrees. is And I think, you know, coming to the Premier League with no experience at that age, it's just I know people go, Tiago Silva, I was the best Sol- player Champions in Europe. Final last season. So, again, it's a different, exactly, it's, it's a different, it's a completely different case, and I think. I, I, th- I don't think we'll sign Sami Khedira. I hope we don't. But that's—I how- understand when people go, it's, it's good for pl- younger players. But I, I, I think we just—we we don't need yeah. any more people sitting on the wage. But we've already got a Fabian Delph. And let's be honest, I think he's—he'd be, yeah. be in some cases worse than Delph. Because we, we have to get away from
0: this. do we? We have to get away from this idea of oh, he's better than <laughs> what we've got. Like that's a benchmark. Like <clears throat> uh, just because it's a name, it's a reputation. I mean, you know, listen, all three of us were around in. Like the you know the Walter Smith era when we were bringing people in like and bringing people in like uh, you know Ginola you know and those those players were that clearly Ginola. those players had clearly had better careers and were better players yeah Mark Hughes than than anyone we had at the time but you know you seen the minute David Moyes came in he's just like no I'm not having any of these go away I'm gonna bring in young hungry footballers who are going to build and grow together. And, and and that's how we achieve so much. We don't need these people hanging around the club more. We've already got the likes of Fabian Delph, as you mentioned, who are sucking the life out of the club. And for me, when I see these play people mentioned now, I just, without without offending anyone, no, I'm not really asked if I do offend anyone, but I just I just think people screaming for people like Sammy Khadira is just complete lack of football knowledge or business knowledge of how you balance you know because uh, 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 all these people who are screaming for Sami Kadira are the same people who are screaming for three or four players every summer as well mm-hmm. you know why aren't we going after that player why aren't we going after that player why aren't we going? well we're not going for that player because these people are sucking the life out of the club they're,
2: they're the same people though who will be screaming why we can't then get rid of Sami Khadira yeah exactly I've exactly. seen, seen it with Hammers and it's got not Hammers <laughs> it's brilliant and I'm He's fantastic. He's been a great signing and hopefully he'll continue to prove that. But even the other week when he was injured, people were going, Why are we, Why did we sign him if we knew he wasn't going to be fit? The same people that were stamping the feet when the deal didn't go through on day one because Everton were looking and going, Weighing up everything. Do we need, you know, having to restructure it or having to have other conversations with Real Madrid to mm-hmm. get round the injuries? I can understand to a certain extent people being captivated if that's the right word by Isco because he's four years younger than Cadera, mm. five years younger I, I kind of get that a little bit mm. because he is, has been a brilliant footballer and he's played a lot of. albeit he hasn't played a lot lately but over the years he's played great great games for Madrid I still don't get it I still wouldn't get him but I can understand that slightly Sammy Cadera I can't if it was if someone said Sammy Kader is coming in in January for four months on loan yeah and he's going, Everton have got no intention of signing him, he's going to America in the summer, but he's coming for four months on loan, and it's the only real bit of business Everton can do, for whatever reason, then you might look and go, right, is he better than Delft? probably, is he better than Tom Davis, well, he's more experienced, possibly, that's where that argument of, or, if Sammy Kadira was 26, you might look and go, well, is he better than what we've got? Mm. Well, yeah, because we can't get what we really want. He's better than what we've got, and he's still at an age where he's fit and he can do this, that, and other. 34-year-old Sammy Cadera who hasn't kicked the ball all season and wants 100 or grand a week. It's, it makes no sense, and it just puts us back in the situation yeah. we're in where we're letting players go out on loan just to get rid of them off the books.
1: The, the, I think with the fans, I think a lot of it is because, let's be honest, a lot of fans don't follow week-to-week Spanish football, mm. they don't follow week-to-week Italian football. The last time they've seen Sammy Khedira was La Decima or World Cup, you know, you know whatever, whatever it may be. And that's the you know, abiding memory, I think, a lot of the time. I think that, that's where it comes unstuck sometimes, is the fact that they have, they have played. It's the same with the Ericsson thing, I think, I been, we'll oh. talk about him, Christian Ericsson. But Christian Ericsson's been bombed out in Italy, which is strange, really, but again, I think you know, he's a good player, but do we need another Hamas, essentially? And I think Hamas is a better version of Christian you know, Erickson, let's be honest. So it's nice to go after names, and these names are better than what we've got, but it's got to fit what we need in the team, and so I think fans sometimes lose sight that, that yes, by name, Sammy Khadira is better than Tom Davis, but Tom Davis has got the legs that Sammy Khadira hasn't, and I think you know, I'd rather give Tom Davison six months to see whether he has got anything left in his Everton career, rather than pay someone. He's an on hundred ninety. I think he's on hundred sixty grand a week after tax at Juventus. Mm. Probably take ninety or hundred to come here. So it, it, it you mentioned balance Christian Eriksen really.
0: there. Who I was going to come on to. Uh, we've obviously been linked to him as well. I mean, obviously this was a player who looked brilliant for Spurs. Then, as we as we've seen on the documentary. Um, mm to the tries looking into Milan in his last year, I think he had, was in his last year, wasn't he? They got a little bit for him this time this time yep. last year, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah. Um ah, listen, I don't know whether, whether Evan are looking in that direction or not, but he would he just would you just be another Sigerton, or or would you see again say it was a loan deal, some value in this? I guess
1: there's some value in the in the sense that I get but we don't really play a 10, so then he, does he go on the left or does he go on the right? And then I, I, him with Hammer's in the same team is is too much for me. I I know that's crazy to for some to say. I know Carlo will probably be able to balance them somewhere, but the very similar type of players they want to be in the similar positions between the lines, drift, and centrally. I just don't think it work. again. Is he better than Sigurdsson? Yeah. If you, if you offered me which one, I'd obviously take Christian Eriksen all day. But it mm. he, he doesn't fit. You know, if, if you know if Christian Eriksen happens to be a PC right winger, that could be his man. And all day, but uh, yeah, you've I
0: mean, right it's again, it's another one that you, you know, from a from a fans' point of view, when you see that kind of thing, you get excited, you know, and and you know he's a good player still in his peak, but is he what we really need? Well, we've got Andre Gomez, we've got Sigurdsson, we've got Hamza Rodriguez, we've already got three in that mold. I'm not saying he's not saying Andre Gomez is the same as him and I know he's better than Sigurdsson, but they're all sort of in that mould. That they're not going to give us what we actually need, which, again, like I personally think we need a, a, a proper defensive midfielder, and if we could get Garner on loan, which I'm not saying we could, it's only, I'm only saying that because we've seen links mm. um, that P- PSG are willing to get rid of a section of players, and he's one of them. Um, so if there was a, even a smallest opportunity to sort that out. And also we've got, you know, when you look at... Um, I mean the Moise Keane situation and thirty one million being mentioned this week as well. Do you think that would be good business at this at this stage? Do you think that would be is that too low or would that be the right pr- pr- price if it meant that could get us funds to go out into the market at the moment?
1: I know people have argued. This is another thing people have argued. With. It depends what leverage I think Everton have got. I think people go, well, you know, so and so scored that many goals in that league and they... but. Sport- what we've basically said by sending Moise Keane out on loan without replacing him is that we didn't need Moise in this season. And I think that it's well... And Raul is probably you know not soft in the fact that he probably knows that you know he, probably, he will never start for Everton. And if he ever is to get a big move, that ultimate move, like a Pogba-type move, he's going to have to play somewhere. And obviously, Paris Saint-Germain probably fits better in, 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 now in that timeline than, than Everton does. I just don't think Everton can ask for 40 million off Paris Saint Germain. I just don't think they'd pay it. I think you'd, you'd be stuck with the player. And I know, Car- and I think that Carlo's been quite clever in saying, and obviously the athletic reported today that he expects them yeah. back next season. I don't think we do expect them back next season. I'll be honest. I think. I think that that ship sailed. I, I, don't be wrong. I think I would have liked it to work out for Muschi. It just doesn't. He's probably going to have a good career elsewhere. And you'll get people in three years' time saying we should have kept him. But if he stays, it never would. It he'll never turn out that way for him. So I, th- I think if we could get thirty-one, thirty to thirty-five million, then I'd snap. would the, snap their hands up because it's making more than what we got back. And you know, at the end of the day, that that looks good on the balance
0: yeah, sheet. I I, uh, I, I, we talked about this yesterday, and if you've heard all young lad who's played for Juventus in the Champions League. Play for it, played in the national team for Italy, he's got a chance to go to the Euros and could go to the Euros as their number one striker, easily if he has a good back end of the season mm-hmm. and you go to somewhere like Paris Saint-Germain with all the razzmatazz with that Neymar and Mbappe, why would you come back to Everton and sit on the bench for a team that's not playing in Europe like it doesn't, the whole package just doesn't suit him, I know the idea of coming to Everton was to relaunch himself as the number one striker, why would you come back to Everton you, just, mm-hmm. you can play every week in, in in the French League you get the games in the Champions League you've got the stature of being a Paris Saint-Germain player, you can put that all over your Instagram you know, you can be in a couple of FIFA adverts or something, why would you be bothered coming back to Everton? just doesn't make any sense not at if all, you, if he had a chance of establishing himself as the number one you'd mm.
2: say yes, but we only play one up front, we're not really going to play him wide right or wide left, because yeah. he's not proved he can do it so he's battling to try and displace Dom, who, let's be honest, is better than him in terms of for the Premier League on what he's showed yeah. on. What you have to do in the Premier League, Dominic Alvalon mm. at this moment is better than Moise Keane. At the end of the career, Moise Keane might be better than Dom, we don't know. But for him, it's a flip of a coin, isn't it? Do a go back, mm. Everton might be in Europe, so I get games. If Paris Saint-Germain offer him the chance, he's not going to want to come back here.
0: Not now. It's like, you know, would you rather be in a standard room in the Ritz or first class in an easy jet hotel.
1: Do you know? What <laughs> I, do you know what I mean? Play. I haven't stayed. I, st- I haven't stayed in these no, hotels. So if you think minutes. about like
2: what he's done so far, he's got nine goals in sixteen games for them. He's played Champions League for them. Like you've just said, Italy will be there. He's a prick backer yeah, because he's will. playing. You know. So therefore, to come back to Everton,
0: none of it makes any sense really. And Andy, if we could get the thirty-one million right right now. Come on, who can we go and get mm-hmm. right now? Jen, come on, come on.
1: It's well, it's you know, for, for I think if you on a you could probably pay or oh, Norwich that for Adams, but I wouldn't pay 30 million for Max Adams, I, I just wouldn't. But then if you're that desperate, then you mm. go and pay it, that's evidence aside. Or do you then go to Leon, you know, you sell Schenck for P- Pence, nine or ten million as well, or whatever you're gonna get for him. West Rum, yeah, Pence, whatever, and then you go to Baz's favorite Leverkusen and say, Well, take Bailey, probably you know, who signs with an English agency, probably to get a movie. So they're not, there are options there, mm. it just depends what Everton feels right. Right. I don't you know, I don't think we should overpay or also you know, overpay, expect the players to come in and change our fortunes. I think if we overpay it's because we, we need them right right here, right now. And I, I just don't see there's a player that we need right here like that. you think of uh
2: <laughs> Zechi Zachy I know we spoke about him in the summer, but Fabrizio Romano's has, has mentioned him yeah, again he's a... this week.
1: He's a good player, you know, you know good to defend, you know, both average defensively. And he's good going forward, it whips crosses him. You know, we would be perfect because he overlaps and underlaps really well. You know, he can get beyond that, getting behind the defense and cause problems, which we lack now with shame because when he mm. does, he just hasn't got the final ball, has he? So that'd be great, but. Again, I think what's just happened there is Everton have rang up. saying what's the situation? And then his agents just dropped it to Fabrizio, yeah, which yeah. which happens all the time. Like when I read it, the, the, you know, the, the tweet said he's contacted the agents. Clubs contact agents all the time. The agents contact clubs all the time. It's just something that happens. it Looks good for a transfer rumor, but I don't think Everton are in a position to be buying. You know, buying them at, at this moment in time. I think he'll probably go somewhere
2: I, I think at the end. <laughs> be no, what well, I didn't I know who the
1: fella that. was two
0: days ago, and I'm not going to get too upset. I told about him. you about him in the <laughs> summer. <laughs> I don't listen.
2: Um, what, I mean, I, I guess the more he's Keen, you know, what we're told and what we're led to believe going into this window was that Everton weren't going to do any business. They weren't planning on doing in terms of incoming. Mm. Obviously, players going out sometimes can change your plans. I mean, we're talking seeing Jonas Lersel to into Miami, which, I mean, it's not going to bring us any money, but it'll. You yeah, what? Well, Where'd that come from? Yeah, yeah, they're talking to him into Miami. Basically, actually once go. So he may move this window. <laughs> Bernard looks like that's going to happen with Roma. You'll happen eventually. And won't Olsen it? will come this way and I know we'll, have, we'll get three or four million on top as well. There's a couple. I expect Balassi and Bezitz to go out this, this window. But in turn, Antosin may go as well. Oh, please, please, but if Everton get rid of the keen, he's the one money transfer that maybe they weren't expecting this window. And therefore, if you bought Leon Bailey, please Everton, um, for thirty million, say, and out was twenty five in the summer, whatever. You're not having to pay that thirty million out, are you? So Everton could take the thirty million in from PSG, and it's ten million for Bailey going out, and it looks great on the books. And I think that might be the way Everton look at it. Mm-hmm. Um, but we don't know, do we? If it gives us an opportunity if we did get rid of the keen to bring something in for the remainder of the season, and like I think you keep banging on about this, but it, it's right, is that if we could get him in, even if he's average between now and the, the summer, he's your player then, hitting the ground running. Well, this is what team. Andy
0: said to us last week, wasn't it? You mentioned this last weekend when we were talking about this, uh, you know, in terms of successful buys in January. You could, you've either got a player who hits the ground running, like a Bruno Fernandes, who goes straight into the team and is instrumental, or you have a player who beds in for that five months. If that's someone you wanted. Mm. Now, if that... Is, and again, it's sticking to the plan, isn't it? It all comes down to so sticking to the plan, not jumping in, looking for a player that you mightn't have already been looking at, but because you suddenly see the attraction of Champions League or whatever, you dive in for someone when he's not really what you want and you overpay and you, you overpay his wages. So if a, if a Bailey was, was to come in and he could at the very least bed in for the five months and then become, you know, a, a, a real top player next season. That would that would still be something, wouldn't it, if it was part of the overall plan?
1: Yeah, that, that'd be perfect. As I said, you know, I think I, I met up a port, Man City was, you know, he, he just bedded in for those first six months, it was just OK. And then the next season, he was one of the best centre-backs in the league and I think that time to bed in and obviously be part of the club, it, it would help people instead of, you know, Sometimes coming in the summer and you know then, then all the expectations on you initially. I think you know obviously I think the, the issue would be anyone coming in now if they didn't hit the ground running they'd be like you know, mm. Brands has made a mistake or Carlo's lost his touch. yard 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 But you've just got to be patient with players. You know we've we've seen it before. I think having the right manager Carlo has helped certain players who didn't look great last season. We've seen Obi's uptick taking form. We've seen other people's uptick in form. I think. We just need to be patient, but if we can bring Bailey in then yeah, I think yeah, six months in the league getting adapted would be perfect for him. Yeah, it's, it will be interesting, and like I said, the Keane the key thing might change
2: Everton's plans. This, you know, might be an unexpected development. Then again, PSC might uh, not sign him. You know, I, I yeah, think, yeah. I think if they were going to, I think now would be the perfect time to do it, because I think if he has another good three or four months at Paris Saint-Germain, yeah. and then in the summer, he has good you've, You know, Juve might come back for him and a couple of other teams might look at him and go, actually, you know, we'll get involved in this. We're PSG. It might be worth them just getting a deal done now. And I actually, the Garner thing appeals to me as well, to be honest, even though I feel like we need a powerful, more powerful midfield player. The thing with Garner is he does he does a couple of jobs. And if you put him in the midfield with with Alan and DeCore, then I think you'd have a lot of legs getting around that pitch. That midfield would be very industrious and would allow the creative players or the more attacking players to thrive so maybe everton
1: They with I'd, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. well, exactly the, I'd hate to run into them all
2: yeah well exactly i'd hate to run all. it's busy the isn't it it's a busy midfield then and that, you know ever and really that
0: en- there's energy in there mm.
2: and garner's fit isn't he's yeah. one of them lads who you
0: still think in three years will still be mm. running out and i them, know Luke. that's like this and people go oh just because he used to play for us but if that's your in that's your in isn't it and i i think if he if he was to become available and didn't want to, um, didn't want to make up his mind right now about where he goes. Then I think that would be, I'd be banging on their door, especially as a, if the Moist keen things there as well, and you're in communication with them. Mm. Then why not? We thought, you know, we've 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 sold them a player and, and lent, and may possibly sell them another player in, in a couple of years. That means that we've obviously at the business end of things, we've got a relationship with them. Mm. So. Yeah, and they'll probably say take Julian Draxler off They, not, might, do he's you know,
1: they might do, you
2: know. They the might summer, do. You know, isn't
1: he? I, I'd, 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 I'd like Julian Draxler but again. Another yeah. one who it, is just too similar. I'd like on pace or a midfielder who come win the ball back. No, 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 no more like, no more cultured midfielders. You know, hmm. can't win the ball back. I think we need a Definitely. specific type what of player. What about Florian specific, specific. Thauvin?
2: Thauvin, Thauvin, whatever his name is at Marseille. He's out of contract in the summer as well, isn't he? What do you think of him?
1: <clears throat> no, when no. he was at Newcastle, it ended horribly, obviously. It didn't really work out, but he's been absolutely superb for Marseille. I, I just, my, mm. my issue is the risk elements mm. of it. You know, he would want big money. He's not soft. You know, he'd want a long contract. You know, you might end yeah. up selling him after the year if he doesn't adapt again. It's just too much risk for Everton to take on And at 27. Is that risk worth it? Probably not, because I don't think you could probably sell them on. You'd have to sell them back to France and with their TV deal now. Apart from PSG, no one can afford to pay big money. Well, so there's another player I who still hasn't signed a
2: contract who I would absolutely love Everton to get. And it's very unlikely, but I would love to get him. And that is, of course, Donnarumma, who is still out of contract in the summer, 21 <laughs> years of age, and it's still not done that deal with Milan. So, I mean, would he be someone you'd like at Everton, Andy? However, unrealistic. Oh,
1: the, door, the, the door's always open for Gigi on room. Of course, there is I Absolutely no doubt about it. You can't. You couldn't turn him down. Let's be honest. I know he's still. He's only twenty-one, but he's still not the most the perfect goalkeeper yet. But he's, he's much better than what we've got. I think. But he's better than both keepers yeah, we've yeah. got it at the same time, If honest, but you know, I think the really quality keeper. And I don't think Evan would be in the market. You know, in the in the conversation for him. I think, he's unfortunately, the Elisa the be are yeah. probably in for him. I, 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 I don't yeah, I'd expect I'd ex- I'd expect him to go somewhere yeah. where he's gonna get paid two hundred grand mm-hmm. a week and I don't think Everton are probably in that situation oh, quite yet good. with what's coming in the, into the club where we mm-hmm. can put forward play yeah. players Let's like move that. on.
0: Let's move on. So at the FA Cup, third round, Rotherham at home. Um do we throw everything at this or you know how do we see this going in terms of players playing? What would you do, Baz? Um
2: I think obviously had we beaten West Ham mm. then I might have had a slightly different approach to this one but I think we it's its about winning the game and getting some feel-good factor going again not that it's its all dissipated but you just want to keep that win and have it going and obviously we've lost our last two home games which don't tend to be very often Everton, in terms of we have it's the second time we've had that run you know United and Leeds mm. beat us with two on the run and then we've lost these two so I want us to get back from that. It's a game that I feel, for the likes of the Charleston, could do with a goal, you yeah, know, he's quite Dom clearly, McAvaloon. you know. And, and Dom's the other one, isn't he? Dom is a case of he hasn't scored for a few games and will fancy himself in this one to get goals. But but you do have to look at the, the health of the squad as well, I guess. But it'll have been eight days since we played. Yeah, We go to Wolves midweek which, and then Villa, which are two tough games. Mm. Michael Keane maybe back, so it'll be a case, I think, of juggling it. I want to see. I said to you before. I want to see Ellis Sims on the bench for this one, um, because I think these are the types of games that you've got an opportunity to to put someone yeah. in. And I'd have, I'd actually play Nielsen Kunku in this yeah. one as well. Yeah, I think this would be a good opportunity to to get him something. Mm. But I,
0: I well I'd I yeah I'd definitely play um, Ben Godfrey centre back as well in this game. I think this is just a good opportunity a ball, yeah. to move him over to centre back and see what he's like there. That's his that's his preferred position. We've seen him play, you know, like I said, the under twenty one Engl- England under twenty ones. Mm-hmm. He's obviously played for Norwich there, so I'd 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 play him at centre back in this game, um, and bring Nas and Kunku in yeah, mm-hmm. and and um, I'd probably be tempted to uh, to go with Dom and Richarlison as well, and because just because they both let them go out there and I'm sure they'll be chomping to play and I'll, obviously we've got a game three days later but as you just mentioned we haven't played for eight days I'm sure there's been a mix of rest, recovery and, and looking forward to this game so um, I wouldn't you know I'm not, I'm not definitely not advocating swapping it all around but there are little small ch- changes we can make I'd start Thomas Rodriguez as well definitely I think you know a player who's only played you know 15 minutes or 20 minutes in a month mm. I think this is a perfect game to get them an hour, yeah. Get him back. Get him back playing football, and you know, and hopefully again, just getting the spirits up a little bit for himself and for, for the for for the other for some of the players. You need the goal and, and the fans. And
1: I'd go like six, you know, six first teamers, five, um, you know, bench players, or seven and four. I wouldn't change it completely because obviously I think there's a risk of you know co- cohesion and cohesiveness then, but. I'd say you need, you know, I I, I would play. God, I'd, I'd be you right there. I'd play in at left back. Godfrey at centre back. I'd play probably Seamus Coleman at right back. Um, I'd probably play Hamers as well. I'd probably bring Gordon in. Uh, probably Tom and Gomez in midfield. I know that's not great. The problem, the issue is, I think rather than on a bad side, I know they're not doing great. They're probably not doing great in the Championship, but. They're, not, they're all right. They're, they're quite, they're a quite decent side going forward, and they might cause us problems if we turn up with a completely changed side. So, and obviously, let be honest. If we, if we got to the final, if they got but won it, it'd be, it'd be great. You know, great end of the season for us. So, I think that's going to be in the back of our minds. We have to progress, but we do have to balance the fact that we've got Wolves, which is a bit. You know, it's not a six points, if you will, but you know, usually Wolves are in and around the same places as us. So beating them, especially while they haven't got the star striker, would you know. It, it was an opportunity for us so i think we need to be smart in how we rotate the
0: squad yeah i also think the fact gooderson being empty as well is a big factor as well in these games we've seen in the seen in the game against salford didn't we that uh, you know we've seen in the other uh the, the games for no with no fans it it, it we, what we've seen, so the evidence so far, is it's a lot harder for the lower division teams. And I know Rotherham are championship and they're not, you know, not in the terrible ending, but it's, it just seems like it's harder for those teams. It seems like the quality does shine through a little bit more. So I think if we go in into it, we've got a professional attitude and obviously we haven't been conceding a lot recently. So just get the job done, isn't it? Third round. We were talking yesterday about trying to remember memorable third round games. And you just can't because it's just a case of getting the job done. Getting it, score a couple of goals, get the job done. Uh, almost just knock the stuffing out the opposition a, as early as you can um, if they're lower league. And and then because they haven't got that extra thing for the of having the fans there to give them the extra push. I think if we do that on Saturday, fingers crossed, we should be all right.
2: Yeah, I'd, I'd have Olsen in goal as well. Get Olsen in goal and, and really just get yeah. at them and you know say to these players who are coming in, it's your opportunity. Mm. Like you say, you know, get Ben Godfrey in a centre back, maybe playing with. Yeri Mina, maybe it's an opportunity to put Holgate in midfield and have a look at him there or something. You know, if you wanted to give them games, they haven't played as many as others. The manager might not want to do that. they might want to use specialist players in there. But I think it's a chance to try a couple of things yeah. with good players still in there and people like Mason Holgate are still gonna put the foot in. You see, I looked at him last week against West Ham and he's still taking too many chances at centre back for me. So I look at him and think maybe, maybe right back, maybe centre midfield might be a better. Better thing for him, he's 24, mm-hmm. so he's got to stamp out the mistakes he's making. But then it is what it is. We've got to go out with a strong enough team to be able to beat them. But like you say, it's a, it, can we get it done after mm-hmm. an hour and, and then maybe have someone like Ellis Sims on the bench and give him that, little, yeah, yeah, let that's, that's me end. That's what we want. Don't bring Tolson on, leave him for West Brom because they might need him. Yeah, don't get him cup tied. You know, I'm going to get him cup tied. No. Big Sam loves that. Is Sam's, yeah, Sam's gonna be playing I, uh, I,
0: I can't wait to see <laughs> West Brom's team. In, I don't even know the play. He'll be in goal. Get but Sammy he's... Lee back. It'd be incredible. I can't wait to see their their team will just be full of scholars. Not not football and scholars, yeah, actual scholars. scholars. He's, going to, he's, he's been on a scouting trip to Greece. He's been on a scouting the trip to, to Greece. So great, So
2: Bill and the left back, left and right back. Billy the kid. He will just wanna he'll just wanna get out of that, won't he? Yeah. Allardyce will just be like, don't need that complication. Moni. he will.
0: So. You'll want to get out of it quicker than a pair of undies after a big Indian. I just want to leave you with that little image. What a, what a disgusting... <laughs> white ones, white, white ones, books, white, with lots of sweat books. on Let's talk about something else. Lots oh, yeah, of sweat. So hopefully,
2: I mean, again, but don't forget, he's also eating. He's so also gonna... eating
0: in those underpants as well, Mate. so they've got a little bit of curry sauce on them as well. Which is, which is, which he's digging with his fingernail oh, come on. to try and get off. But then he suddenly realised it isn't oh. curry sauce. He's just,
1: yeah, he's just, like, <laughs> he's just. <ruined laughs> just Who's me or, or him? Alright, you. We could, I'm trying to of, right that's it we're
0: that's it we're done anyway we're done for another week big thanks to andy for joining us in the on the podcast if you're watching uh the video on patreon you'll see he's in a he's in a very relaxed he looks very relaxed doesn't he looks like he's looks lying like on a like lying on a like bed, bed be with his arm um yeah that's good 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 Fair stuff places. thinking about big sam's undies there you go we'll be back soon on the podcast Uh, make sure you get over to toffee tv's youtube channel to check out all the videos patreon if you want more exclusive live every day see you later